0: Soccer players are being offered hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. NBA players are signing record-breaking deals for hundreds of millions of dollars. Meanwhile, running backs in the NFL are complaining about their contracts. This is the Rival Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's talk about it. You are now listening to the Rival Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Welcome into the show. I am your host, Neil Maligno. I appreciate you for joining me as always. If you are a first time viewer, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it. We'd love to chop it up with you in the comments. This is not a YouTube channel where you will leave a comment and it will go ignored. I answer every single comment I create and continue the dialogue and the conversation down there. So please, if you have any comments on anything going on in this episode, please drop it down there in the comments so we can continue to talk about it. And of course, like the video, share it, friends, family, on social media, wherever you can. We got this algorithm. We're going up against the algorithm. We need your help at all times to help spread the word and grow this rival fantasy audience, grow with the community that we're trying to build here. Let's go ahead and get into topic number one because I don't want to hold you guys up any longer. There's no reason for doing it. We're not going to do any housekeeping, we're not going to do any ad reads, we're not going to do anything crazy. We're going to jump straight into the top three topics of sports this week. Let's go. For topic number one, I am going to talk about Killian Mbappe and the ridiculous crazy offer he was made now I don't say ridiculous and crazy as in like he doesn't deserve it obviously the market is the market we talked about that plenty last week and so I'm not going to sit here and say what the soccer market you know is or what it should be or you know what a player should get what he should deserve he's clearly one of the best players in the league in the sport in general one of the best athletes out there so he's going to get offered a lot of money right because attention is money attention is the currency Having the best player on earth at soccer on your team is clearly a great currency for your team. So you're able to throw out hundreds of millions of dollars to put that name on your jerseys, to get those viewers to watch your games, to give your team and your country some legitimacy in that sport. We've seen Saudi Arabia do this with golf. It worked. It actually really worked out for them. We, you know, Many people were against it. Many people don't agree. We're not going to get into the politics of it because obviously that can have its own episode, its own you know coverage. There are people out there who are very you know negative on the side of Saudi Arabia and their money in sports there are some who don't care but again that is a episode you know topic for another day that would take a whole episode and we would be able to chop it up in just this episode so let's go ahead and just bring this up for those who may not know mbappe was offered a ridiculous one-year contract by Saudi Arabia's club al-halel which totaled 1.1 billion dollars now. 300-something million of that is for the transfer fee that they would be offering PSG. Um, The other $776 I believe it was, was for Mbappe. I do think it was through different type of deals, like through advertising and all kinds of stuff, using his name, his image, his face, not just straight up the dollars for the deal. But but again, that's a lot of money. A lot of athletes across sports were joking about this. As you can see here, we, we tweeted out on Rival a lot. We're joking about this. Apparently this offer may not be accepted as crazy as that sounds and the reason i say that is because for you me the average person even other athletes millionaires all across sports this is a lot of money no matter how we slice it this isn't like oh i can't relate this is nobody can relate to getting 700 something million dollars for one year obviously that's generational wealth You would be able to take care of your kids 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 and that's not even to mention all the other hundreds of millions of dollars he's going to make throughout his career from outside of that one season deal that's it's just crazy it's absolutely insane the amount of money it gets even more insane when you think about the fact that he doesn't even want to play there it gets even more insane when he may not even accept this offer there's a lot of other rumors and controversy going on Fabrizio Romano, Mbappe doesn't want to negotiate with Al-Halil. PSG sources believe he agreed to a secret pre-deal with Real Madrid, which is where Mbappe actually wants to play. PSG convinced Killian only wants to sign for Madrid. And Al-Halil agreed terms with Ferretti, as revealed, talks on with PSG. So that's one of his teammates who are actually going to sign with that team. Uh, I believe it was like a three-year deal the last time I looked at it. Again, they were trying to get multiple guys here. PSG happily, for those who don't know, PSG and Mbappe are kind of like in this little, uh, you know, rift. They're not happy with each other and Mbappe wants to go to Real Madrid free. He doesn't want, you know, to deal with all the transfer fees and do all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, PSG is like, hey, we want to get money for you. We don't want to just let, let you go. I've seen things that they would be willing to let him sit the whole year if he was willing to do that. Uh, Obviously, that's not what they want. It's not what he wants. So it's going to get dicey. It's going to be, you know, a tricky situation going on there in terms of, you know, how that plays out. Mbappe is fighting for what he wants. PSG is fighting for what they want. And everyone else basically wants a slice at Mbappe, but they feel like Real Madrid either already has a deal in place or no one else is going to be able to pry him away from that dream that he has of playing there. So it's kind of useless. I mean, obviously you're seeing that in the idea that reports were out that he rejected this deal that he rejected this contract. He has not confirmed that. I don't think any source close to him has personally confirmed that, but that's the vibe that everyone's getting. And that's what's being reported out there is that he does not want uh, to play in Saudi Arabia. Just to kind of give an idea of a comparison, clutch points put here, uh, to compare the magnitude of uh, Mbappe's potential one-year deal, how much he would make in comparison, he would make more than NBA's 17 highest paid players next season combined combined this is steph curry all the way down to zach levine you add all that money up right there for next season for the top 17 players in the nba and what do you have you have mbappe making more than all of them all of them and you're going to see lots of comparisons like that in terms of you know this you know because it's hard to quantify honestly it's hard to quantify this amount of money it's hard to you know make sense of it how to you know put it in a way that we understand it front office sports also tried to do that um they said here you know this is how it kind of breaks down 17 776 million for the season 64.6 million a month 14.7 million a week 2.1 million a day eighty eight thousand five hundred an hour 1475 dollars a minute 24 dollars a second a second and bobby will be making a second what I'm assuming the majority of people don't make an hour. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not laughing in like a way that it's funny. It's just wild. It's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's just, again, something that it's hard for me to grasp my mind around that he would not accept this deal. I understand you have dreams of playing for Real Madrid. I understand you're super young and want to you know establish your legacy which while he's achieved a lot can obviously do a lot more it, you know soccer is a very competitive sport but as well as from the fans perspective like you're going to hear arguments all day long just like you would with NBA you know Michael Jordan or LeBron or Kobe you see that same thing in soccer and then especially when you consider Mbappe's age he obviously hasn't had the time to put in what a lot of these other guys like Ronaldo Messi all these people have have put in so he's always being compared to those guys and so if he goes to somewhere like a he feels like hey this won't really help me establish my legacy at all obviously it'll give mass fortunes that you know he never could imagine which is why i see it as a hard thing for him to pass up i just see it as a very complicated situation for him and i understand why it's tough right like you don't want to go there necessarily you're not interested in playing there but that money is hard to ignore it's hard to ignore for anybody. And, and normally we're saying that about, you know, a couple million or 10 million or, you know, we're talking about $700 million. And the funny thing is i seen the tax breakdown for that. You know, I, I'll show a tweet here later, Not for the Mbappe situation, but another topic that we have where, you know, taxes and stuff knock a person's salary down a a bunch, right, in the United States. But over there, it was like 100 and something million would be taxed out to Saudi Arabia. But then after that, there's like no other taxes. I say after that, like it's nothing, 150 million. But when you take 150 million away from that initial offer, it's still crazy money. It's still ridiculous money. It's still absurd. So absurd that, again, like I said, athletes from all over the U.S., Have been tweeting about it. Draymond Green joking here. They got basketball leagues too, right? I don't think the ink on my contract has dried up yet. (laughs) This is uh, Draymond talking about, you know, the Mbappe deal. Again, a lot of players, uh, you know, chimed in here. We also got um, a tweet from uh, Giannis for the Bucks. He said, Oh, you could take me. I look like Killian Mbappe, which actually Mbappe responded to, which was interesting that he actually, you know, acknowledged it. It was cool to see him having fun with it as well, even though it's a, you know, like I said, a kind of a drama filled situation with him and PSG and a situation where he knows it's all good, right? Like life is great for him at this point. Even the King himself, LeBron James chimed in, me headed to Saudi when they call Rich Paul and Mav Carter for that one year deal. A little Forest Gump if I'm out, peace. Again, obviously I know these guys are all rich. They're all the top of their game. They're all joking, but they're not, <laughs> but they're not like 700 million i think lebron draymond and them guys will go over and play soccer for 700 million right now and that ain't even their sport it's just it's 700 million dollars like again i'm really interested to see how this plays out i'm curious what you guys think do you think mbappe is going to take this offer do you think he actually is going to have it in him to chase his dream team to chase his legacy and, you know, ignore the one year of downtime. It's not even downtime. He'll still be establishing, you know, doing things, accomplishing things, being productive, but do you think he can actually push that away? All that money one season for everything else that he dreams of. Do you think it's possible? Let us know in the comments. I want to know your thoughts. We got to continue this conversation. It's definitely conversation worthy because we're not going to see many of these type of situations. It's just, it's, it's absurd. It's craziness. It's madness. So I want to know what you guys think. Let us know in the comments and we'll continue that conversation there. Until then on to topic number two. Now we are going to switch sports here for topic number two. We are going to go from soccer to basketball where a player was also offered a contract, but this one was signed. Unlike the Mbappe one, this one was signed. Jalen Brown has signed a new contract that makes him the richest deal in NBA history. He signed a three hundred and four million dollar five year extension with the Boston Celtics. Obviously, Celtics fans are happy about this. I haven't seen one Celtic fan say something negative about this. Clearly, you want to, you know. I did see other fans, you know, knocking the Jalen Brown deal, making jokes about the Jalen Brown deal. He can't dribble with his left. You know they haven't won a championship him and jason tatum are similar you know are they actually going to win it all what if they don't does he deserve this money i've seen all the discussions all the conversations all the jokes and i get it like it's cool like we like to make jokes right we all do it's fine and yeah he's a uh, you know arguably depends on where you rank him top 20 top 25 celtics fans might say top 15 top 10 who knows right that's up for debate the true you know, situation to understand here is that Supermax deals and these contracts are only going to continue to go up and up and up and up. This is not like he got something absurd. Again, the market is the market. The Celtics know the market. They gave him what the market dictates. This is going to continue to happen. This is like what's happened in the NFL. Justin Herbert just signed a new deal. He's now the highest paid player. Next, you know, Joe Burrow will, he'll be the highest paid player. It just continues to go up and up and up in salaries. That's just the way this works. The best players are going to get paid Boatloads of money, and those boatloads are going to get more and more filled with cash because that's the way it works. And to kind of like double down on that in terms of you know the way you know that I'm saying here with the supermax deals, NBA Central posted this from Base Basketball Talk: um, potential supermax extensions on the horizon. Nikola Jokic, five years, four hundred four. Luka Doncic, five years, three sixty seven. Embiid, five years, three sixty seven. Tatum, five years, three thirty four. Again, it's teammates. Uh, Giannis, five years, 334. So just kind of giving you a comparison that these things are going to be on the horizon in the next year, two years, three years, and these guys' deals will surpass Jalen Brown's as they should. And, yeah, it's a lot of money no matter how we slice it, right? Like it's a lot of money to see players getting paid like this. It's, it, it's crazy to see. Actually, when you think about it, you know, Jokic there isn't getting too far off from that Mbappe number. I mean, I know it's hundreds of millions, but still, that ain't, you know, that ain't that far off players get paid a lot of money this is no this is no surprise folks this is nothing new this is the way it's always been people in their nine to five life want more money and want raises and companies don't necessarily give them all the time we know that sports is flourishing it always has been that way it always will be that way and so athletes will continue to you know put their bodies on the line give us entertainment provide us all this stuff to talk about and they'll get paid handsomely to do so for the most part all right some of them are on the uh, bottom ledge of all that but they still do pretty well for themselves so we're not going to worry about that back to Jalen brown himself though pretty cool stuff here in terms of a lot of stuff that was happening you know, around his sign in the news that was coming out about it, just to share some, you know, some things from there. One of the cool things, Robert Griffin tweeted this, but other people have as well. Uh, Jalen Brown is the definition of it's bigger than basketball. He just signed a $304 million extension with the Celtics, the biggest contract in NBA history. And his response to what he wants to do in Boston is worth it. One minute of your time. I do want to go ahead and play some of this just so you can hear, you know, Jalen Brown's plans for, you know, his money, his time, and what he plans to do in Boston. We'll play just a little clip of this. Well, that's a great question. I want to launch a project to bring um, Black Wall Street here to Boston. I want to attack the wealth disparity here. Um, I think there's analytics that supports that, you know, stimulating the wealth gap could actually be something that could be better meant for the entire economy. With the biggest financial deal in NBA history, it makes sense to talk about one year investment in community, but two also, you know, the wealth disparity here that nobody wants to talk about. It's top five in the US. It's something that we can all improve on. It's, it's unsettling. And I think through my platform, through influential partners, through selective mm-hmm. leaders, government officials, a lot who are in this room, um, that we can come together and create new jobs, new resources, new businesses, new ideas that could you know, highlight minorities, but also stimulate the economy and the wealth gap at the same time. All right, so there you have it. In terms of what you know, Jalen Brown is looking to do, it's impressive stuff. You know, it's great to hear, you know, not just as a fan of the Celtics. If you're a fan of the Celtics, obviously it's great. You're going to get his basketball abilities, but you're also going to get this great community guy. Right. And and we hear this a lot. You know, players do stuff for the community. That's nothing new necessarily. But to get that kind of money and immediately start talking about how you're going to pay it forward and uplift the people around you, uplift the community where you play. These things are all important. Uplift, you know, uh, the brown and black community. And he talks about there, which is a part of his program as well. So this is just great stuff. And, and I'm gonna just show a couple more things that kind of highlight that and what you know what he's doing here. We have uh Mark Damico here says Jalen Brown just signed a monster extension, and the majority of his presser was spent discussing his off-the-court impact. When has that ever happened? Brown is entirely unique, his partnership with the Celtics will impact the community for decades to come, bigger than basketball. And that's that's the big part here. It is bigger than basketball. So I I am, you know, I commend the Celtics for doing this deal. You know, they have a good person, a good human, not just a good basketball player, but a good human. And they know that. And so they double down on it. And Jason Tatum is going to be the same way. They have some good guys there, like some good people. I'm not talking about basketball players. Obviously, they're great basketball players, but they have some really good people there as well. And so you want to keep that when you have that kind of stuff. And, you know, I know a lot of people are thinking about their favorite team right now and who are the players on their team and, you know, what kind of contracts they're going to get and how is that going to work? It's going to be interesting to see. It's gonna be interesting to see when jason tatum his contract extended and he gets another you know 300 something million dollars as well it's well deserved and i'm glad to see that these guys are good guys and they're, and they're paying it forward uh you know it's just a lot to think about obviously a lot to consume chris forsberg also posted this cool picture uh jalen brown sign in his contract flanked by celtics brass and all the bridge campers so the bridge is uh again his program that he has there so you see all the kids around him they are all wearing the shirt that's one of his programs. He has the Juice Foundation. He has Bridge. He has a few different things that he's doing there in Boston, which are you know are really cool. And so again, I just want to highlight those things because while you know you're going to see mostly jokes going around and you know people you know disputing whether he deserves it or if the Celtics made a mistake and this kind of stuff, I want to highlight some of the positive things as well. And and that's to me that's the most important thing here because uh, while we love sports and sports are the biggest thing and you know it's what we're covering, it's what we do here it's still important to highlight the human aspect of this stuff. So that's important. And the other thing I said I was going to share, I'll do that as well here, is how the contract plays out. I thought this was cool from Andrew, Andrew Petcash. He does this often when players sign new deals, so you can always go follow him and, and check out you know the work he does but Jalen Brown just on the richest deal in NBA history. Here's how he will actually how much he will actually earn. And he breaks this down you know in a cool way uh the 60.8 million salary and then the 22.5 million federal tax the NBA escrow the agent fees the job tax Massachusetts tax Medicare all these things bring him down to 24.5 million net income uh in terms of you know after all these deductions what it actually comes down to. So again just, just provides a little bit of perspective in terms of, you know, we, we see these crazy numbers and then we also have to be kind of realistic with it. 24.5 million is still a ton of money, right? It's still more money than a person needs. And he's going to get that year over year after year, or actually I think it goes up year after year after year in his case. So again, just a little bit of perspective, but perspective that I think is important and still fun. Listen, Jalen Brown got what the market said he deserves good on him. Good for the Celtics for you know doing the right thing and keeping their players long term and paying them the money they deserve after all the hard work they put in. Hopefully, it plays out well. They win a championship. You know this is a situation where I did also see stats on this, like what him and Jason Tatum have accomplished in their time together. It's not nothing to like ignore, man. It's nothing to just like push to the side. It's legitimate stuff. So they're two really good players. They got to keep building this foundation around them. Hopefully, with the money they're investing here, you know it all pays out and you know, good luck to Jalen Brown and the organizations and the foundations and everything he's doing out there. It's it's, it's great to see. It's really, really fantastic to see. So I'm excited for him. Good stuff to Jalen Brown. I'm curious what you guys think. Is this just going to keep going up and up? Like, is there a a ceiling on the salaries that we're seeing here? I mean, again, we're used to like soccer numbers being the, the highest ones, I would say, because it's just a bigger sport. It's, you know, worldwide. The players are bigger superstars because of that. But these NBA numbers, man, they're getting up there. They're getting up there. And it kind of highlights our last topic that we have. Um, again, you see why in our last topic that we'll talk about in a second here, why these players have these issues, why you know they go into these deals with the player unions and the and, and the and the owners of the organization, everybody you know, arguing and trying to make sense of these things because this is what they see and this is real. This is real stuff happening so do you think jalen brown deserved it do you think that actually not not does he deserve it because we're not really the the ones to judge that the team already said he does but do you where where do you rank jalen brown in the nba right now is he top 10 top 15 20 25 30 where do you put him i'm curious you can put your list down there in the comment section if you want we can actually you know chop down your list and go and go through that or you could just say no i don't think he is or he is i definitely think he is this is why I'm curious what you think. We'll talk about it and continue the conversation there. Let's go ahead and jump over into topic number three. The first two topics we've talked about, players making a lot of money, Mbappe, 700-something million dollar offer, Jalen Brown signing the richest deal in NBA history. The last topic we're covering here is these NFL running backs. We're coming back to it, right? We talked about it last week, but there's some interesting updates that I want to talk about. These, this this situation is the opposite of those, right? Like this is a situation where players are complaining about not getting enough money or not getting enough security, right? Not making enough security with their contracts to make them feel not necessarily just value, but safe, protected, appreciated, all that kind of stuff. Let me go ahead and bring up some, the, the reason why we're talking about this two weeks in a row, why it made the top three topics two weeks in a row is some interest and things have transpired. And I think it's well worth a conversation. It's, Interesting stuff that happened. Very, very interesting. The first thing here is Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts, tweeted out NFL running back situation. We have negotiated a CBA. It took years of effort and hard work and compromising good faith by both sides. To say now that a specific player category wants another negotiation after the fact is inappropriate. Some agents are selling bad faith. Mind you, Jim Ursay. Is like the owner the ceo of the colts and he's tweeting this out i did not expect as the coaches have kept it you know quiet the, the gms have kept it quiet i haven't seen them you know nfl owners really saying much for jim ursay to jump out like this in these twitter streets and comment on the running back situation and not even to speak in in, in support of it he he jumped out into these twitter streets or should i say these x streets and slander talk ill of the running back situation and what the agents are doing. I didn't see this coming, nor did I see on the flip side of that, on the flip side of Jim RSA, you know, defending the team stance was the agent. He responded to Jim RSA bad faith is not paying your top offensive player. This is Malachi Kawa. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He is the agent for Jonathan Taylor. He responded to the Colts' owner who was knocking the running backs, you know, request, pushback for more money or more safety in their contracts, more guarantee. The agent is speaking out. The agent that he was pretty much probably referring to as far as selling bad faith speaks out and knocks the owner for this. This is not looking good for Jonathan Taylor. If you're a Colts fan right now, you're a little concerned about the situation of the agent of the best player on the team arguing with the owner of the team it's not fun that's not a good situation to be seeing here <laughs> and then again like i uh shared here he tweeted twice ian rappaport put i hope this relationship can be fixed the agent tweeted again i doubt it this is you know we don't see this every day we do not see you know nfl owners speaking out i would say you know, against the player in a sense, against the, you know, the the topic of the day, right? The the argument, the situation that's occurring across the league. We don't see that happen very much. Usually if they come out and speak, it's in some sort of favor, right? Like in some sort of support of it, or uh, you know, that we're working through it, that we're making progress on it. That's normally what you see when you know you see an owner talk or a GM talk or a coach talk. This one was against that. Then you have here the agent of the player jumping right back out, saying, Hey, you're talking about us agents, right? And how it's we're doing stuff in bad faith. I'm going to argue back with you. So he jumps out. When do you see this happening? This is all new to us. This is all new. I don't know if it was a switch from Twitter to X that caused, you know, these guys to get emboldened. I don't know what's happening right now, but that's, that's crazy. Right? So now the Colts have their own situation. Jonathan Taylor, that's going on, right? He's there. He's playing at camp. He's doing everything. So that's not definitely a concern for right now on the flip side you had you know saquon barkley who was one of the big you know situations going on where it was kind of like him and josh jacobs standing up you know against this contract situations to you know get things right if you will and something changed for that as well since last week Prior to the deadline to sign a multi-year deal this offseason, Giants running back Saquon Barkley said that the only real leverage he had after getting the franchise tag was to sit out the season, and he was actually mulling it over whether or not to do that. This is from Pro Football Talk. Barkley did land a long-term deal. Didn't, I'm sorry, didn't land a long-term deal, and he won't be sitting out after agreeing with the Giants on a one-year revised contract that offers incentives above the $10.1 million salary attached to the tag. In his first press conference, since agreeing to that deal, Barkley said that he was planning on sitting out the season before having an epiphany and that led him to reverse course. I don't know what that epiphany was. I don't know. Maybe he looked at the history of NFL running backs and the Super Bowl winning running backs and what they've been making. I don't know if he's thought about, you know, what Le'Veon Bell did and how it affected his career and other running backs, not just Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if he thought about the fact that, you know, Things are not good when a player holds out in his position. Check out this, though, to add to that. He said, it was a play that I had. I'll be completely honest. If I sat out this year and we didn't have a good record, do you think that's going to make another team in free agency or the Giants want to come have, have me come back the next year after I sat out a whole year? We want to give you $15 million a year now. I don't think that's how it's going to work. After having conversations and really breaking it down, you say that the only way I'm going to make a change or do something that's going to benefit for myself and my family is doing what I do best. That's showing up, playing the game I love, and doing it at a high level. So Saquon Barkley woke up to the moment. This isn't a good idea, right? Like he wants to. He wants to do what's right. He wants to push back. He wants to be the guy standing up against the NFL and the situation that he feels is not right. But at the end of the day, as much as you want to do something, are you willing to hurt yourself? Are you willing to hurt yourself, your family and everybody else that you support to prove a point to fight for something? That's a real you know, dilemma. That's a real battle to have within yourself. That is a legitimate situation to be in. It doesn't usually play out well for running backs. It hasn't in the past. The history of what running backs have accomplished in the Super Bowl and their salary hasn't played out well for him. It does. It's just not, nothing was lining up to help this battle for him. On the flip side, we also have other running backs out there like Dalvin Cook, who are one of the elite running backs in the league. He's a free agent right now. Tom Pelissaro says four time Pro Bowl playmaker Dalvin Cook is flying to New York for a visit with the Jets this weekend. So he is looking at signing a deal with the Jets. uh We'll see what kind of money he gets. I don't really understand that situation and why they would want him. They have Brees Hall. They have a bunch of other running backs who are decent there while he gets back from injury. That'll be a weird situation with Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. But listen, we play fantasy, right? Right? Rival fantasy. That's what we do here. I'm not happy about having Brees Hall and then Dalvin Cook being there. That doesn't get me excited. When I'm doing challenges, when I'm doing fantasy book, when I'm doing bingo, to know that there's two elite running backs splitting this workload when they're both healthy doesn't excite me. It just doesn't. (laughs) So uh, that's definitely a weird situation, but it's one to keep track of you know, to see what's going on. But the biggest part of this all is the fact that Josh Jacobs is now the only running back who didn't report. Tony Pollard reported, Jonathan Taylor reported, Austin Eckler made it work. uh, Saquon Barkley, as we just discussed, made it work. Dalvin Cook's potentially finding a new team. But here we are where the Raiders and Josh Jacobs are not. Dove climb in from Mike Garafalo says Raiders made a $12 million a year offer to running back Josh Jacobs. Clearly, $12 million would be a lot of money. It would actually be a good offer. Again, you know, when everyone criticizes this and sees this report come out and they, you know, some blast Josh Jacobs and say $12 million a year, I man. Come on, man, you're not going to get much more than $12 million a year. Like that's that's a pretty fair offer. He then fires off a tweet, common sense, not too common. Clearly, Josh Jacobs has been doing this where he's been speaking in, you know, code subliminals. he's been using you know social media as this you know weird place to drop you know clues and hints but not actually fully say anything my thing is this i'm a raiders fan i believe josh jacobs wants to play for the raiders all the raider veterans have talked about they've been close communication with josh jacobs they all know we need josh jacobs to win games but again here we are i personally believe that josh jacobs should return he should play He should finish this season and hopefully him and the Raiders can work something out. If they don't and he moves on, he will find out quickly that he is not going to make a lot of money anywhere else. Any more money, I should say, than he would have in Las Vegas. I don't know what kind of guarantees other teams will give him, you know, what the Raiders were offering. I don't know, but I do hope that these two work it out because I would hate to see, you know, his career go in the way of a Le'Veon Bell where you hold out, you do all this stuff and then you just don't come back the same. You know, you get older, your body's taking a little, you know, more abuse. Things just don't play out the same. Teams find out that, hey, we can run out. If the, if the Raiders turn around and run out Zamir White, Amir Abdullah, maybe some other guys, and they still play well, it's not, it's not going to be good for Josh Jacobs. The, Josh Jacobs was like the best running back in football last year, and they didn't make the playoffs. It didn't change a thing. It did not change a thing. Yes, they won some games because of him. Yes, they had some great moments because of him. Yes, they gave them moments to fight because he was carrying the team on his back. But at the end of the day, you didn't even make the playoffs. Derek Carr is gone. Other players are gone. The Raiders are not going to bend over backwards to do anything crazy for, for Josh Jacobs. I also don't think that it's absurd what he's asking for. It's probably like guaranteeing me two or three years. And I think he's young enough to do that. So I hope that these two can, you know, find a way to come to an agreement on you know what he's worth to the team because i do believe he's worth a lot to the team but at the same time you know make it make sense for everybody involved and let's just hope it plays out that way that that's what i'm hoping for and i think it can be but this year he has to play he can't he can't sit out this year and not you know show them and remind them of his value before we go that is it for today guys i do want to just quickly show you guys and remind you guys how great rival fantasy is get on Rival Fantasy, use the promo code, or actually, I'll just drop the link in the description. Use the link in the description. When you do that, for your first deposit, you will get a $200 deposit match, so up to 200. Don't get me wrong, you don't have to deposit 200, but it's up to 200. You'll also get a $25 voucher that nobody else will get. If someone else signs up today, they don't use our link, they'll get a $10 voucher. You're getting a $25 voucher for the site. Let me explain quickly how Rival Fantasy works, what they offer. Currently, well, obviously, we're in MLB season. So you got MLB challenges up here. Justin Steele, someone has $25 bet on Justin Steele. If you want to bet against it, you take Senga over here. You put how much you want to bet. If you want to do the whole $25, you can do that. If you want to do $1, you can do that. Obviously, the amount you win coming out of that will change depending on how much you you know bet back. If you don't like this, you can skip the challenge. And you move on to the next one. Someone's got $40 in available bets on Senga. You could take Dylan Cease. And go against them. You can also th- so these are challenges. These are made by the system. They are put out there. Players go on there. They take one side. Someone else takes the other side, and then we go from there. If you want to create your own social challenges, you can. This is where you know you would create it, and then say send it to your friend uh, through text message, or you would put it in an email, or you would even throw it on social media. You can do that as well. Then you can go on here and create whatever kind of challenge you want, whatever players you want. Maybe you two are already debating it and arguing about it. You can go on there you pick the players you pick the side that you want the amount you want you place the bet and then you will have a link to send out to whoever you want this is one type of game on rival fantasy you also have fantasy bingo as you see this is what a winning card looks like what you'll do is you set a lineup you buy the card this kind of card will appear for you with a different bunch of different achievements if you hit bingo whether it's diagonal across Either way, five in a row, you'll win. You can also win by hitting four in a corner or hitting the entire card. The amount you win will depend on which one you do. Four in the corner will be the lowest odds, of the lowest um, payout. Five in a row is the next level. And then of course the whole card is the last level. This is a really fun game, only unique to Rival Fantasy. Then you have Fantasy Book, which is over under. People are probably more familiar with this than any of the games. You could pick anywhere from two to five players in your over under game in the fantasy book it is only going up against fantasy points so you're picking the over and under on the fantasy points you can bet anywhere from one to ten dollars obviously the amount you bet changes the amount that you can earn in terms of the payout so these are the three games that are active right now for mlb and of course what's really cool is when nfl season's going or nba and nfl at the same time mlb nfl you can actually mix and match so you can have like two baseball players from the mlb three nfl players however you want to do it, one of each uh, the other thing that's coming is season long. Currently, we have mock drafts available as the entire season long is being developed and finished. So right now, you can get on there and do your mock drafts for your NFL season. So you got a fantasy league coming up in the office. You got a fantasy league coming up with your with your family or your friends. You can actually get on here and kind of give yourself a little practice. Um, and you know, give yourself a little bit of practice and see how you do whatever draft slot you want to pick. You can customize it. You can do whatever you want. These actually save. You can share them out when you're done. You can set up new ones, post them on social, get people to join, however, you want to do it. So, again, season long is coming for the NFL. It'll launch before the NFL season. Lots of fun stuff on here. Lots of great ways to pay. The best new platform out there for, for DFS. No doubt about it. If you're a fantasy fan, if you like playing daily fantasy, get yourself on Rival Fantasy today and use that link in the description. It's there for you. It'll deposit match up to 200. Plus the twenty five dollar voucher, you can't lose. That is it for today, guys. Don't forget like, comment, subscribe, show your support. We greatly appreciate it. If you follow us on social, it's at Rival Fantasy. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all those good things. Hit me up. Say hey, Neil. I listen to the show. I watch the show. Either you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you watch on YouTube. Wherever it is, let me know. You support the show. You watch the show. You're now following on social. I will follow you back. If you don't tell me that i might not catch it i might miss it i might not follow back so do that send me the message connect with me let's go from there that's all i have for today guys let me know how you feel in the comments don't forget to hit subscribe a lot of the viewers we have are not subscribed please hit subscribe we really appreciate it that is it for today i hope you have a great day see you next week i'm out